here trying to help you. I'm here to give you what it took me 30, 30 years in ministry to get. All right, now let's get right into God's word. Uh, this Ephesians 5, 17, be you not unwise, but understanding what the word of the Lord is, that's a series, all right? Now, we, we just gonna recap just a little bit to bring you up to our message because we just got through talking about the vision. Let's go back to Acts 22. And in Acts 22, we're just going to show you a verse. We're not going to read all of that. Uh, Acts chapter 22, verse 14 and 15, just two verses. That's the vision that God gave the Apostle Paul. Acts chapter 22, verse 14 and verse 15, it says, And he says, The God of our Father has chosen you, Paul, that thou should know his will. Remember, that's the vision, that thou should know his will. And see that just one, and she'll hear the voice of his mouth, for thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. So Paul became the witness of the New Testament covenant. All right, now we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna move on. Now that's what we showed you God gave Paul the vision. Now, that he should know God's will. All right, but uh, I'm not gonna be going through all of that because I could take you into a lot of the things which is God's will. Now this morning, I gave you uh, Galatians chapter number 1, verse 6 through 10, and showed you the gospel of Christ is the only true gospel. Uh, let's go back there right now. Galas Galatians chapter 1 and verse 6. The gospel of Christ is the only true gospel. The gospel of Christ. And he, God has called everybody to, the, to this gospel. The gospel of Christ is the only true gospel. Uh, Galatians chapter number 1, verse 6. I marvel that you are so soon removed, Paul says, from him that call you. Remember the gospel of Christ, God call you. The gospel of the kingdom, you have to call on the Lord to be saved. And the gospel of grace, God call you into his grace. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that call you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, Paul said, but there are some that trouble you and would pervert, there it is, the gospel of Christ. Now, so now we showed you this morning, and we showed you that Paul was called to ministry, and he gave, took his ministry to the apostle Peter, James, and John. So let's skip down to chapter 2, where we get our subject, and we talked about this morning, as a matter of fact, in verse number 5, chapter 2, uh, we showed you in verse number 5 what our subject was. It said to Verse number five, uh, it says, To whom, Galatians 2 5, to whom we give place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel, that's the part we're using, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. And so, this, so what we asked you this morning was, uh, and, and as we go back and we're going to read Galatians chapter two, we're just going to read the whole, and read and teach the whole chapter, chapter two today. All right, that's going to be our teaching for today. Galatians chapter 2, verse number 1. So our message, once again, is volume 2, part 6. What is the truth of the gospel? Remember, he just told you that in verse 5. Galatians 2, 5, to whom we give subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. So my question is, if you preach the gospel of Christ, then you would know what the truth of the gospel is. If you're preaching something, I need to ask you a question. What is the truth of the gospel? See, if you got the revelation, you got to know that. 
All right, now, let's go back to Galatians chapter 2, verse 1, and let's pick this up. Paul is going to Jerusalem to meet with Peter, James, and John. But he's going to find out something. He's going to find out that Peter is still under the law. He's going to find out that these brothers was given the vision by the Lord Jesus Christ uh, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, who do men say I the son of man am? Thou the Christ, the son of the living God. But they're not believing that. That's not what they're believing. Because if you were believing the gospel of Christ, I'm talking about the gospel of the kingdom, under the gospel of the kingdom, Jesus told them, love one another. Love your enemies. Love them that hate you. So they, they was taught love by the Lord Jesus Christ. And we found out that in Romans chapter 13 that love is the fulfilling of the law. So they're supposed to be least walking in love by now. Follow me along because I'm going to show you. You can't tell me you know the gospel of, of, the, of Christ and not walking in love. You probably learned that when you were on the gospel of the kingdom. But when you get into grace, if you don't walk in the spirit, walk in love, there's no way the gifts of the spirit or the Holy Spirit is going to operate in your life, period. All right, now let's go to work. In Galatians chapter number 2, in verse 1, that's where we're going to start at. Then Paul is he's going to meet Peter, James, and John, but he's telling you his story to the Galatians. He said, now 14 years afterward, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, and I took Titus with me also. And I went up, watch this, by revelation. And I communicated. All right, that means he talked, preached, compared scriptures or whatever, but he communicated unto them that gospel which I preached among the Gentiles. So Paul is going to share the gospel of Christ. Now remember, that's the gospel he preached among the Gentiles. It's the gospel of Christ. Romans 1, 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. All right? It's the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believes it, to Jew first and also to the Gentile. Let's look at that Romans 1, 16, because Romans 1, 16 is not just for the Jews. Every man got to be saved by the gospel of Christ today. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. Everybody got to believe one gospel today to be saved. You can't be believing something else to be saved, and that's what people are doing, but they don't thank God talking to them. All right, Romans 1, 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. See, the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God under salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So everybody got to believe one gospel now. You can't believe the gospel of the kingdom and be saved today, brothers. You can't believe the law today to be saved. You got to believe the gospel of Christ. All right, now go back to Galatians chapter 2. And verse 1, Paul said, I went on by revelation. I'm verse 2 now, Galatians 2 and 2. Paul said, I went up by revelation, and I communicated to them that gospel which I preached, which is the gospel of Christ, among the Gentiles. And privately or privately, I went to them which was of reputation. Now, this was Peter, James, and John. Lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. And that because of false brothers, watch this, unawares brought in, who came in privily to spite our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us in the bondage. Now that's what these brothers were going to do. 
because they said, pointed at us and said, them brothers are not circumcised, and they brought a Gentile into the temple, all this kind of stuff. Now, in verse 5, to whom Paul said we gave place by subjection? No, not for an hour. We didn't, pay no, we, didn't, that, we didn't pay no attention to that stuff. That the truth of the gospel might continue with you, Paul said, to the Gentiles, uh, to the Galatians. And then it says in verse number 6, but of these who seem to be somewhat, talking about Peter, James, and John, whatsoever they are, make no matter to me. God accepts no, no man's person. For they seem to be somewhat in conference, in conference added nothing to me. But contrarywise, when they saw, now watch what, watch what Peter and James and John saw about Peter, about Paul, I'm sorry. Paul said, but when, in verse 7, Galatians 2, 7, Contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me. Now, when I first started teaching the gospel of Christ at this church, I named one of my messages the gospel of the uncircumcision. And people thought I was losing my mind, thought I was going crazy. But you, but, but you got to understand the gospel of the uncircumcision was another name given to Paul gospel because the people he was preaching to was uncircumcised. And the people that Paul, that Peter and James and John was preaching to was circumcised. See, they were circumcised, they had to keep the law. Uncircumcision, they didn't have to keep the law. That's all that meant. So let me read it again, verse 7. But contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision, Paul said, was committed to me, and the gospel of circumcision was committed to Peter. See, he called the gospel the gospel of Christ. He called the gospel of the uncircumcision. Then it says, he that wrought effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, see, that was Peter, the same was mighty toward me to the Gentiles. See, he called them Gentile, but he also called them uncircumcision. They didn't have to be circumcised to be saved. And when James and Cephas, which is Peter, and John, who seemed to be pillars, remember he used the word seemed to be, because they was not walking in their revelation. Or the revelation God gave Peter, which was Matthew 16, 13 through 18, who do men say I the son of man am? Peter said, I doubt the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, upon this rock of revelation, I'll build my church. You see? But at the same time, they, they weren't walking in that. They were still under the law. Watch this. Who seemed to be pillars, they perceived, or they recognize the grace that was given to Paul. And the only way they can recognize the grace they're given to Paul is because of Paul's wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the scriptures. All right, and then he says, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship that we should go to the heathen or Gentiles or the circumcision, and they were uncircum uncircumcised, and then they will go to the circumcision. So they called Gentile heathen, uncircumcision, uh, Gentile, all that was under the, under the umbrella. Verse 10 says, Only they would that we should remember the poor, the same which we were foiled to do. Now he's going to get into, Paul is going to now have to confront Peter. Because he's going to realize that Peter is not walking after the word. He's not walking in the spirit. Something going on. He realized that Peter was still under the law. And you know, this is what happened when God reveals his word to you 
And some of the people that you thought that was preaching the word of God way before you, you thought they knew what they were talking about? That's where I was. And I found out there are so many people just under the law. So many people under the gospel of the kingdom did not even know what the gospel of Christ was. So we are not here to put down anybody. We'll learn from one another. What is Peter, James, and John going to do once they learn that Paul knew? Go learn from him. Their message is going to change. So you go read Peter, the apostle, the Peter, the first and second Peter. You're going to learn they had learned something from Paul. All right, now watch this. We are in Galatians chapter 2. Now we're at verse 11. In Galatians 2, 11, but when Peter was come to Antioch. Now they got set the stage. Peter, James, and John had already entertained Paul, Titus, and some of the brothers who came from Antioch over to uh, Jerusalem. And we saw that back in Acts chapter number 15. But now Peter, James, and John is going to leave Jerusalem and come to Antioch. Now you got, you got to be able to see this thing because in Antioch, you, you don't have no big eyes or little U's. So they came down from the church in Jerusalem. They still got their big robes on. You know, probably got somebody walking with them, carrying their things. You know how people do when they got an entourage. You know, now they comes down to Antioch, and they just got everyday people. Now watch what's going to happen here. Paul says, when Peter came to Antioch, I will stood him to his face because he was to be blamed. Why? Let's find out. This is going to take us into the answer of the question, what is the truth of the gospel? You get ready to find out. So in verse 12, Paul says, before they came, before, for before that came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. And when they were come, he withdrew himself, separated, fearing, them was of the circumcision. All right, let's set the stage. Here, here's Paul, sent down like Jews do. Everybody, Gentile, Jews, all of us sitting around the table, fellowshipping. But when the Jews came down, James and John and the other big shots came down. Now all of a sudden, Peter's going to get up and leave the table and go over here and sit with the big shots from Jerusalem. And when Barnabas see that, Barnabas is going to get up and leave the brothers that he'd been fellowship with all this time. He's going to leave them. He's going to go over here and sit with the Jews. Separation. See, this is what happened. Like I said this morning, I keep saying this, religion separates the church. That's what religion, though. When I say religion, I'm talking about works. You believe in this way to be saved. You believe in that way to be saved. And all it does is separate the body of Christ. And that's what Jesus came right here. That's why Jesus came. You cannot bring the church together if you don't preach Christ him crucified. 
When you preach it over here, Romans 10, 9, 10, to be saved, you got to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart to be saved. Over here, you preach it in water baptism to be saved. Over here, you talking about you got to eat bread and drink the wine off the table to be saved. See, over here, you got to wash feet. And here I am over here, I'm telling you, the only way you're going to be saved is the cross. Christ finished the work. Christ did all the work. And over here, salvation is free. You don't have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart to get it. All you got to do is just believe Christ died for your sins. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1 through 4. Believe Christ died for your sins. He was buried in God, raised from the dead. Now you'll receive the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 13. Let's, let's let, let, go there also. We'll do those a little later on in the scripture. But Ephesians 1, 13 told you the same thing. That's how you're saved, by believing in Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. All right, now, let's, let's finish here. Galatians chapter number 2. Ephesians 1.13, in whom, there it is, you also trusted. After you heard the word of truth. See, the word of truth is what you heard. The gospel of your salvation. See, not the word of faith. The word of truth. That's different. The message of truth. Not the message of faith in whom you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believe the word of truth, the message of truth, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. See, that's what you got to understand. It's not a put down, it's different messages. The word of faith is a different message than the word of truth, which is the gospel of Christ. All right, let's move on. Now, we're in Galatia. Paul is in, Paul has, uh, Peter, James, and John has come down to Jerusalem. And then in verse 11, we're going to go back to that again, Galatia chapter 2, verse 11. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I was stood into his face because he was to be blamed. Before that Satan came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles, but when they were come, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. And the other Jew, the symbol likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with this dissimulation. Now this word dissimulation here is hypocrisy. See, Peter was being a hypocrite. It's an act. That's what it is. It's an act. It's faking your true feeling. Let me say it again. Dissimulation is hypocrisy. It is an act. It is faking your true feelings. Isn't that something? And that's what people is doing. They faking it. That's what they end up doing. So we got to understand, in the church, we got to find out what's really going on. This morning, I gave you the title. This is volume, volume number two, part six. The question, once again, what is the truth of the gospel? I told you this morning, once again. I gave Galatians chapter 2, verse 5. 
Galatians chapter 2, verse number 14. Going to give it to you again. Same thing I told you this morning. What is the question? What is the truth of the gospel? So when you, when you read this, you're going to find out what it is. All right. We're at verse 14. You're getting ready to hear it again. Now, Paul is about to share and find out that Peter do not know what the truth of the gospel is. Remember, Peter, Paul said what he saw among Peter was hypocrisy, faking your true feeling. It was an act. But watch what he's going to say in verse 14. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly, watch this, according to the truth of the gospel, these brothers was not walking in the spirit. I said to Peter before them all, if you being a Jew live after the manner of the Gentiles and not after the Jews, why you compel the Gentiles to live like the Jews? We who are Jews by nature, not sinners of the Gentiles, here's the key, knowing we know something. We know that a man is not justified by works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Now, that, that is not the word of faith. It's the faith of Jesus Christ. That means faith in Jesus Christ. See, when you, you got to see the difference, and there's a difference, to have faith in Christ's death, death, and resurrection. See, let me, you got to really get this. Before the cross, they faith in, in the gospel of the kingdom was who Jesus is. He's the Christ, he's the son of the living God. But once you got into the grace, you're on this side of the cross, Christ already died, buried, and raised again from the dead. Can you go to uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4? Let me show you that by using the scripture. In 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, now you're able to see what Paul had to learn. Remember, Paul preached the gospel of the kingdom. Paul already was a Jew. He was already under the law. But he found out something. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and then we're going to look at verse number 1 uh, through verse number 4, Paul going to go through it. He said, Now, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you have received and wherein you stand by which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preach unto you. So he's not preaching to him Romans 10, 9 and 10, brothers. Watch what he's preaching to them. He says, unless you have believed in vain, or you believe the wrong message, I deliver to you first of all that which I also received. How Christ, watch this, died for our sins. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture. He didn't finish there. And then it says that he was seen of Peter. Now just think about it. He was seen of Peter. And then he was seen of the twelve. Peter, James, and John, all you guys saw him. 
Evidently was seen of above 500 brothers at one time, which the greater remain until this present, but some are falling asleep. Evidently was seen of James. So he's convicting these brothers. Said, Look, you saw him, Peter. You saw him. James, John, y'all saw him. And yet you, are, you still can't love these brothers. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Now, let's go back to Galatia. In Galatia, we are in the second chapter of Galatia. And we had verse number 16. So the key was, they didn't know this. And this is the heart of the gospel, which is called the truth of the gospel. This is the heart right here. Knowing that a man is not justified, the word justified means made right with God. A man is not made right with God by works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. By the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ, He's talking about believing in Jesus Christ. That we might be justified by the faith of Christ. For by the works of the law, watch this, shall no flesh be justified. So what are you believing in Christ? Can't you see the difference? Uh, let, let me take you to another scripture, Romans 5, 17. Because I, I really want you to get this. You know, we, we, used, to, we used to teach Romans 10, 9, and 10 to be saved until God showed me this. Romans chapter 5 and verse number 15. Let's start there. Romans 5, 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. Now that's kept coming up, the free gift. And when I taught that, like, what is the free gift? Salvation is free. For if through the offense of one many be dead, talking about through Adam, much more, much more, the grace of God, then you got to find out what's the grace of God. The grace of God is Christ. Death, burial, and resurrection. Everything about Christ and what he has done, that's the grace of God. Now watch this. Romans, Romans 5, 15. But not as the offense, so also the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift of we're talking about righteousness, eternal life. The gift is by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, has abound unto many. Not as it were by one that sins, so also is the gift. There's the word gift again, so is the gift. For the judgment was the condemnation through Adam. But the free gift, again, the free gift is of many offenses under justification. Salvation is a free gift. For if by one man offense, that's Adam's sin, death came up by one man, much more, they says, much more, they which receive. See that word receive? You're not confessing with your mouth to get it. You just got to receive it. They which receive abundant grace. And see, that's what people don't want to do. They don't want to just receive it. No, that's not the way you get it. You got to confess what your Bible says. Okay, but well, you go right on and do your thing. 
That is not what the Bible said. It didn't tell you you got to confess nothing. It told you to receive. They will receive abundant grace and the gift of righteousness. You receive it. You're going to reign in life by one man, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to come to nation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men, watch this, to justification of life to make all men right with God. For by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. By the obedience of one man shall many be made righteous. You are made righteous. It's not like something you're doing. See, if you got to confess with your mouth, you got to believe your heart, you got to hold on to your confession. Listen, believe me, I've been there and done that. More of the law, verse 20. More of the law entered that the offense might abound. But what sin abounded, past tense, grace did much more abound. That as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. God is trying to get you to receive. While you're there in Romans chapter 5, back up to Romans chapter 3, let me show you one of our first scriptures on justification. Romans chapter 3 and verse number 24. Romans 3, 24. We're showing you justification. I'm going to go back to Galatians 2.16, just a moment. Romans 3.24. So if you're taking note, you want to write this one down. Being justified freely, watch them words, not your confess your mouth, not believe in your heart. Listen, not water baptism, not eating bread off the table. That's not how you got righteous. So the problem with Peter, James, and John is they thought they was righteous because they came from Jerusalem and they were under the law and they kept the law. They thought they were right with God. So Paul is going to tell them, I rebuke this brother to his face because a man not justified by the law. By the law, Romans 11 and 6 told you works. That's what Romans 11 and 6 say. We'll show you that in just a moment. But here in Romans chapter 3 and verse number 24, being justified freely by his grace, by his cross, by Christ, through redemption. Redemption is forgiveness of sins that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a perpetuation, here it is, through faith in his blood, so when you got your faith in Christ, what you got your faith in? His death, burial, and resurrection. You got your faith in his blood. You got your faith in his grace. Through faith in his blood, declare his righteousness for remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So isn't that some awesome? That word is so awesome, isn't it? All right. So when you begin to see the word of God, let's go back to Galatians. Let's go back to Galatians, because I want, I want to show you this one verse in Galatia. Galatia, back to chapter 2 and verse 16. So this is the heart of the message. Knowing, oh my God, I can't say it enough. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. See, a man not justified by the works of the law. 
Look at Romans eleven sixteen. We'll come right back to this verse. R Romans, I'm sorry, 11 and 6. I'm sorry, that's not, wait a minute. Romans 11 and 6 works as the law is works. Yeah. Romans 11 and 6, just by just one verse. He said, if by grace, watch this, it is no more works. So you can't, it can't be grace and works. Now I just read to you that righteousness came by grace, not by works. If it's by grace, then it's no more works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it's no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. So you got to understand, Romans chapter 11, verse 6 is telling you it's either grace or it's works. Now, if I got to go confess with my mouth and believe in my heart to be saved, church, listen, that's works. Hold your finger right there. Let's go to Hebrew chapter 3 and verse 1. Hold, hold on what you got right there. See, this is where I was. Hebrew chapter 3. Watch what Hebrew. Now, we, you know Hebrews was Paul was preaching to the Hebrews. Now, you do know that. He is not preaching to the Gentiles here. He is preaching to the Hebrews. Because they are the ones who had Romans 10, 9, and 10. They're the ones with under the confession to be saved. Here we go. Hebrews 3 and 1. From here we go to verse number 6. And from there we go to verse number 14. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, 6, and 14. Here we go. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Wherefore, holy brothers, Paul is talking to the Hebrews. Partaker of the heavenly calling. Remember, God called you to salvation. They was a partaker of the heavenly calling. Consider the apostle and high priest of our, watch this, of our profession. Why would he say profession? Because that's confession. So he said, look, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession. The Gentiles was not under confession to be saved. The Jews were. Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Jesus Christ. Remember, he was not their high priest, but he was the high priest of their confession. All right, now let's look at verse 6. Same chapter. But Christ, as a son over his own house, watch this, talking about the church of God, Christ was the son over his own house. Whose house are we? If. See, under grace, you're not under the if. See, under Romans 10, 9, and 10, if you confess with your mouth. If. You believe in your heart. God raised Jesus from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. You're not under a if, under grace. Because under grace, by grace, you are saved, not if. Under confession, is based on you keeping your confession. It's under you believing in your heart. 
You got to hold on to that. That's where you're at under the Romans 10, 9 and 10 message. But Christ as a son of his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of hope, which is Christ, firm until the end. They had the hope until the end, until Christ returned. That's why people think we are waiting for Christ's return. No, you are not under the hope message. All right, look at verse 14. They had the, verse 6 says, but Christ a son of his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of hope, firm unto the end. Look at verse 14. We in Colossians, we in, I'm sorry, Hebrews 3.14 now. Hebrews 3.14. For we are made partakers of Christ if, See, when you read Romans 10, 9, and 10, it starts out with, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You are not under that kind of bondage, man. That's bondage. Now, once I finish this, we're going to go back and look at, write that down, Romans 10, 9, and 10. We're going to go back and show you the ifs. Hebrews 3, 14. We are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Again, if they hold their confidence steadfast to the end. That's why James told them, Jews, if they waver, they're like the wave of the sea, tossed and driven. Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. That's why you got all that under that teaching. They had the whole their confession of faith to the end. To the end. Let's show you another one. Man, I tell you, I, I don't, I don't want to get too, too into this, but this just goes on and on and on. They had to hold fast. Uh, that, that's, a, that's enough. I'm not going to get out of my message. Just show you that. So you can, you can just go through Hebrews, you'll see they had to hold on their confession of faith without wavering. See, all, all the way through, they had to hold on. Well, well the key is, on the, the difference in grace is God got you. It's not, look at one more, Hebrew 10.25. Let me show you one more. Hebrew 10.25. This is the last one I'm going to show you. Then I got to get back to my message. Hebrew 10.25. Hebrew 10.25. Not forsaking. I'm, I'm sorry, go back to verse 23. I missed my verse. Hebrew 10, 23. Okay, there we go. It says, let us hold fast. Remember, on that confession message, that's what you've got to do. You've got to hold fast. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. See, let us hold fast the confession of our faith. See, all the way through, you've got to hold fast your confession of faith Without wavering, you, you remember James said, if you waver, you like the wave of the sea, tossed and driven. Let not that man think he shall receive in a double-minded man, unstable. And all this. That's what you're going to get. If you waver, you're double-minded. And that's not your ministry. You do not have to be up under that bondage. You can come under the word grace, and now by grace you say, it's not your works, it's Christ's works.
Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. See, you are not under that. And then it says in verse 24, let us consider always let us. It's what we got to do. Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, and the man of some is exhorting one another, as so much we as see the day approaching. That's why they will honor that thing, waiting on the Lord to come. All right, now, now I gave you somewhere that we're going to go, right? Romans 10, 9 and 10, I want to show you the if. Let's go back to Romans 10, 9 and 10. And you will see the if. Would you back it at verse 8 for me? Let's take that in there while we do that. But what says that? There we go. But what says this? The word is not the, even in thy mouth and thy heart. That is the word of faith because that's where the teaching comes from. Remember, we used to do that here. It's not a put down to the people who are still there. That's where we were. And we, God, Holy Ghost, showed me that that is not our gospel. It was the gospel given to the Jews under the gospel of the kingdom. Watch what it said. What said that the word is not the, even in our mouth, in my heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Here it is, verse 9. That if thou shalt, watch what you have to do. Watch the if. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus, has raised Jesus from the dead. If, if thou shalt be. Didn't told you, it didn't tell you it was saved. It says, you shall be. And then, for with the heart man believe unto righteousness. We're not talking about you believing unto righteousness. We're talking about a gift of righteousness. By grace are you saved through faith, not of yourself. It's the gift of God. Salvation is free. Not you got to earn it. If you got to confess and believe, you got to earn it. Watch, watch what it says in verse 11. I mean, it says verse 10. What? For with the heart man believe on the righteousness, with the mouth confessions are made on the salvation. So everything you get under that, you got to get it by your faith. That's why you got people telling you how to get it. You got to keep on confessing, brother. You got to keep on believing until it come to pass. Keep on confessing, keep on believing until it come to pass. That's how you get it. That's how you get it. You, you got to get it. And you got to get it by faith. You got to get it with your confession and got to get it with your believing. And when you don't get it, that's what people are going to tell you. Well, maybe, brother, you're not believing. Well, maybe, brother, you're not holding on to your confession. Praise God. See, that's what people are doing. They are telling you they, this is how you get it. But under grace, you don't get it by your confession. You get it because it's free. It's your inheritance. Don't you like that song? It's your inheritance. Now here we go. Romans chapter 10 and verse 11. For the scripture says, whosoever. See, you're going by what the scripture says. 
The scriptures are Old Testament. You read that verse, it's going to take you right back to the Old Testament verse here. The scripture says, Whosoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be saved. The scripture says, Isaiah 28, 16, Isaiah 49, 23, Jeremiah 17, 7, Romans 9, 33. The scripture says, Whoever believe on him shall not be ashamed. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all them. Watch this. That call upon him. And when I begin to see that, the Holy Ghost says, do you see that teaching? You got to call on the Lord to get it. Under grace, he called you to salvation. Under grace, he calls you into the grace of God. That's why they couldn't understand Paul. How could a man destroy the church and still become the preacher, the apostle of the Gentiles? Because he told us, because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And God gave him repentance. We got people still, in, we've got people way back here in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, still repenting to be saved. Gotta, you got to repent, brother. They don't know. Ro Romans chapter 10, verse 12 says, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. The same Lord is over all, rich unto all, watch this, that call upon him. That's not grace. How then, watch this, verse 13, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Watch how you say. You got to call on the name Jesus. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, the name of the Lord is Jesus. They had to call on Jesus to be saved. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how can they believe in whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? And it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of. That is peace. The gospel of peace is the gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of Christ. And bring glad tidings of good things. All right, now, did I tell you somewhere we're going to go get some things we're going to get taken care of. If not, we can get back to Galatians chapter number 2. So let's go back to Galatians chapter 2, verse 16 again. Galatians 2, 16, because I want to give you a few verses, a few things under justification before we go anywhere. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Galatians chapter number 2 is where we're at. All right, and Galatians chapter 2, uh, we want to look at verse 16. That's where we are. There it is. Knowing, there it is, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed, didn't say about no confession, we have believed in Jesus that we might be justified we believe in Jesus that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. We believe in Jesus that we might be justified by the faith in Christ. What do you believe in Jesus? We believe in his death, burial, and resurrection, that you might be justified by the faith of Christ. Not by the works of the law. By the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. If, watch what Paul says, while we seek to be justified by Christ, 
Watch what it says. If we seek to be made righteous by believing in Christ, we ourselves are also found sinners. Therefore, Christ is Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. Watch what he says. If I build again the thing which I destroyed, well, what did he destroy? He just told you back there, go back to Galatians chapter 1 and verse 11. What did he destroy? The church of God. Now, you got to really hear what he was doing. God used Paul to destroy the church of God because their ministry was over. Galatians chapter 1, verse 11, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you heard of my conversation. He talked about the way he lived. In time past, I was in the Jews' religion. And in the Jews' religion, how they're beyond measure. Here it is. I persecuted the church of God and I wasted it. I destroyed it. And I profited in the Jews' religion above my equals in my nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the tradition of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, called me. He called me. Do you understand in grace? God calls you. He called me by his grace. So if you're still trying to be saved by calling the name of the Lord, you, you, you're still not there yet. But it's going to take humility and the Holy Spirit to get you to change. And when I saw that I was wrong, I came to this church and I told them, that I have been teaching this church the wrong doctrine. I've been teaching you Romans 10, 8 through 10 to be saved. So th today we found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And we're only going to preach the gospel of grace in this church. Because you're only saved by grace. Paul said, but when he pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb, that was Israel. He separated me from that. He called me by his grace. Why did he do it, Paul? to reveal his son in me that I may preach Christ among the heathen. Immediately I confer it not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them that were apostles before me. Talking about what we talked about now in chapter 2, Peter, James, and John. I didn't go up there to see them then. I went to Arabia. And then I went back again to Damascus. Then after three years, I went to Jerusalem to see Peter. I bowed there 15 days. But other of the apostles, I saw none, save James, the Lord's brother. None of these things which I write to you, brothers, before God I lie not. After I came to the regions of Syria, Cilicia, and was unknown by faith to the churches of Judea. The churches of Judea are churches of the Gentiles, which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in time past now preaches not Christ, the faith which he wants to show. Paul never destroyed the gospel of Christ. He only destroyed those who preach the faith. They heard only that he who has persecuted us in time past, he now preaching the faith which once he destroyed. 
And they glorified God in me. Now that's how we got into chapter 2. So now let's look at, in chapter 2, let, let's, go, let's go down in, in verse number 20 now. I'm sorry, verse 19. We didn't make it to 20. Verse 19. Watch what Paul says. I, through the law, am dead to the law that I may live unto God. Now, what did he preach that at? Romans chapter 7. So you got to understand this book. Romans chapter 6, he's dead to sin. Now, you need to jot that down because when you read Romans chapter 6, you're going to find out in Romans chapter 6, Paul is preaching you he was, had to first become dead to sin. That's Romans chapter 6. Then in Romans chapter number 7, he's going to tell us he had to become dead to the law. First Romans 6, he had to become dead to sin before he could live under God. Now Romans chapter 7, he had to become dead to the law to live under God. Those two things you got to understand in Christ, you got to become dead to sin, you got to become dead to the law. Watch what he says. That I might live under God. Now, why people can't live under God? They're not dead to the law. They're not dead to sin. Then he's going to tell you how he got there. In verse number 20, I am crucified with Christ. This is why you preach the cross. You begin to find your identity. It, it's, it's all in Christ. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. See? I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by His faith. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. See, everything that you do now is because Christ lives in me. So that's why Paul says in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me, passed him, loved me, passed him, loved me, and gave himself for me. Then in verse number 21, boy, I tell you, this just puts the icing on the cake. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Now, that's what God is saying to you right now, brother. You heard the gospel grace preach. Paul says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. That word frustrate means reject or refuse. Go check it out. I do not reject or refuse the grace of God. Why, Paul? If righteousness came by the law, if I, could, if I could confess with my mouth and believe in my heart myself, then I don't need God. I can confess with my mouth and believe in my heart and get righteous without the Holy Spirit. But you watch what the Word says. If righteousness came by the law, if I can eat bread on the table and drink wine on the table and get right with God, 
If I can baptize, get baptized in water in Jesus' name and get right with God, or I can get my feet washed and become right with God, if I can do anything, get circumcised, if I can kill birds, doves, turtle doves, pigeons, if I can do anything, get right with God, then what were he going to say? Verse number 21, I do not frustrate the grace of God. If righteousness come by the law, by works or anything you do, then Christ is dead in vain. My time is up. I thank you for yours. Hallelujah. Praise God. But don't go away. The cross. At the cross. At the cross. Where I first, see, first saw the light. And the burdens of my heart rolled away. That's what happened at the cross. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I'm happy all the day. Get back to the cross, brother. This is where Christ died for your sins. He was buried. God raised him from the dead. The third day, he was seen by Peter, James, and John, and the twelve. He was seen of 500 brothers at once. He was seen of the Apostle Paul. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Jesus Christ is alive. But let him come and bring that life in you when you believe his death burial. My time is up. I thank you for yours. And the door of faith is open unto you. Thank you for listening to the Dora Faith Ministries podcast. I hope this message was a blessing to you, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. If you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a five star rating. Also, be sure to find us online at www.mydoorfaith.org that's www.mydoorfaith.org